For all my children of the light, born in the sinning, but steady striving to do right. My people are warriors, all we know is to fight. Pray, they see God and everything I write here. So tonight's debate wrap up, um, I still am asking, what was that? I know that they had mics that were muted in the first two minutes, but I found myself screaming at the television regularly. Can you just mute the mic? Of course, Kristen Welker can only mute for the first two minutes, but those responses were very brutal. So some of the common themes I have, um, it still feels like Joe Biden was not prepared to debate Donald Trump. If it seemed like he was prepared to debate a regular debate opponent, it's not a thing. He has to be prepared to, to debate Donald Trump. This was the last one. So, you know, what can you say about that? I think the other challenge that we have is that every time race is going to come up in this race, Joe Biden is going to get hit on the crime bill. So he was hit on the crime bill again. And then the last thing I will say is Donald Trump is still doing what in Vogue sang a song about. It's called Lies. And I just want to bring you all to this moment. In the song. Lies and deceit. Yes, it's running real rampant. Community suffering. Yo, I can't stand it. When we think of lies, we tend to think of politicians. But what about the husband who's on a mission? Lying to his wife so he can get it on and get some. Coming back home with the dumb expression. Written on his face that's as guilty as a criminal. It's time to change your attitude. People think, oh wait, people do you hear me? Don't listen. To a funky brownness kicking knowledge that we need. We lie about our hair and we know we gotta weave. Politicians lie about the things they're gonna do. And everybody's tale affects me and you. A smoker lies about the money that he stole. And a dope dealer never tells you how he got his gold. I guess what WT is really trying to say when you break it all down. We're all the same. Now, we're not all the same. But this is a rap from Lies, the In Vogue song. And I just want to bring to your attention that when they did this song in the early 90s, I can't find the date, but when they did the song in the early 90s, they were talking about politicians lying. And so what we're trying to say here, like Debbie T said, is that at some point we have to acknowledge the truth, come into the full knowledge of the truth. This isn't just about winning a race, it's about being right. It's about being morally righteous. It's about ensuring that you tell people the truth, even if that truth is difficult. And so here's my difficult truth. It's so important at this juncture that Joe Biden's team can acknowledge for him how this crime bill is an Achilles heel in a lot of ways. Maybe it doesn't mean, because I know it doesn't mean for me, that folks are going to go and vote for Donald Trump. But what it does mean is that people don't feel seen and feel heard after an entire summer of protesting racial injustice, racism and systemic oppression in this country. People want to be acknowledged and seen. What are you going to do to undo some of that damage? That's the important conversation. I thought that Joe Biden had um, a really important moment when he said, As I said last night, I'm not going to shut down the economy. I'm not going to shut down the country. I'm going to shut down the virus. Super important. Very strong coronavirus moments tonight. Um, Joe Biden talked about the red states experiencing a spike. And I think that what it does is it demonstrates that there is a doubling down of not believing science, especially when it comes to lives lost. That's a major problem. We know that we're at 220,000 people and counting in this country who have died due to coronavirus and millions of cases. There was an important moment where we, um, where Kristen uh, asked about voter um, interference, uh, countries interfering with the election. 
Joe Biden said they will pay a price. It was unequivocal. It was clear. It was an important acknowledgement for him to make. Meanwhile, Donald Trump, not so surprisingly, didn't say too much. Um, Joe Biden had the opportunity to nail Joe uh, to nail Donald Trump again on Russia. And I think that there was a lot of missed opportunity there while he did raise Russian bounties, did raise uh, Donald Trump's relationship with Vladimir Putin. It, he didn't get hit him hard enough on this. He could have said that it's time for Donald Trump to tell Mitch McConnell to demand that uh, an election security bill is passed. We're just days away. What could it lose for him to say, hey, you need to speak up on this? Um, and then the other thing that's problematic, speaking of Russia, is Donald Trump going back to this refrain about Joe or the Bidens getting $3.5 million from Russia. I don't even want to keep repeating it, but I'm deeply concerned about the way that he repeats things as fact. And there's nobody fact checking him, whether we're talking about Kristen or Joe Biden. I know that the Presidential Debate Commission doesn't require that of moderators. I think we should require that of moderators. Um, uh, oh, Biden did refute unequivocally uh, any type of wrongdoing with Russia, with China, um, being very clear that he's not in business with them, especially not in ways in which uh, Donald Trump is in business with them. And then he said, release your tax returns or stop talking about corruption. I think it was very effective. Um, and then the biggest problem I have with Donald Trump in this moment, I had problems with him the whole night, not so surprisingly, but he thinks that $750 is a filing fee. He's not filing a nonprofit uh, application. He is not filing to incorporate a business. They're talking about taxes. You don't pay a filing fee to file your taxes, but if you're a thief, you don't know that, right? So, and then the other thing that I thought was a problem, a big losing moment for Donald Trump, he clearly has an issue with Kristen Welker. He's of course tweeted negative things about her. It was clear that he did not respect her at this debate as moderator. She was super effective, but he was still a huge problem. And I think that going back to the idea that Joe Biden was not prepared for, or he prepared for a debate, but he wasn't prepared for a war, or as he would say, a battle for the soul of America. He needs to show up at that debate like he is in a battle for the soul of America. Um, I just keep saying all throughout my notes, he, they gotta turn the mic off. Uh, I also did not like, there was a moment where Joe Biden is asked about um, other positions that uh, other candidates have taken because Donald Trump kept trying to pin positions of, or policy positions from past presidential candidates and contenders from the primary on Joe Biden. And his response to that was not a real unifying thing to say. I think that in a, a moment where people are still feeling torn or they're reluctant to vote for Joe Biden, you don't necessarily want to say that. Um, what I was super clear on in this debate is Donald Trump is a perpetual line stepper, a boundary breaker, and a rule violator. And I think that he should be called on that regularly. This is someone that clearly doesn't have any ethical standing or moral center, and that's a problem. Um, he's calling Obamacare. Obamacare, which was the moderate version of what could have been passed in the House, socialized medicine. And Joe Biden responded with Biden care, where he said it was Obamacare with the public option. Of course, I would like to see Joe Biden be a little more progressive. I understand why that, why that was a tact he chose, but just given the fact that we're in the middle of this crisis where so many American people have succumbed to the virus or have fallen ill, 
I'd like to see him be a little more progressive on health care, especially because he said that he believes that health care is not a privilege, it's a right. I couldn't agree more. That was a strong moment, but I just would like to see the policy positions that back that line. I'm concerned deeply that the 47 years of being in politics is an effective line of attack against Joe Biden. Um, I think it is unfortunate that Donald Trump reduces some of the accomplishments he's had as nothing, particularly when many of the accomplishments that Donald Trump touts are things that really were accomplishments for the Obama administration. Um, when we talked about, when they talk about COVID relief, the HEROES Act was addressed and Joe Biden actually, this was a moment where he wasn't monotone, he got upset and he talked about the fact that the HEROES Act has been sitting there all summer and they haven't done a thing. You got to see Joe Biden as a fighter. That's something that's important for an informal focus group that I was um, just listening to the other day, where they said that they really wanted to see Joe Biden and Kamala Harris really out there fighting for them. They know they're not in office, but they, they want to hear them speaking up for what's the right thing to do, especially when policy is being debated and when Supreme Court nominations are being crammed through. The conversation around the border was uh, tremendously discouraging and frustrating. Him talking about the 400 miles of wall, knowing that there are kids in cages, 570 kids who still are separated from their parents today. And then him going into how the cages um, policy was actually an Obama era policy. I would have loved to see Joe Biden fight back against this, especially because the um, the facilities where kids were placed under the Obama administration were actually there for kids who uh, came across the border by themselves and they didn't stay there longer than 72 hours. We're talking about months later and 570 kids separated from their families. I'm not justifying either facility, but what I am saying is there's a stark difference between over a year in a cage, over a year separated from a family and 72 hours. Both are traumatic. Obviously, we know that a time like a time where they're that they're separated for that long, separated for that long and they may not ever see their parents again is vastly different. Another problematic moment when they were talking about bailouts for small businesses um, in the HEROES Act, Donald Trump was clear about the fact that he thinks supporting the earth, that he thinks increasing the minimum wage for people to live right now in this environment is a state option and doesn't support a federal increase in the in minimum wage. I think that should be an issue that takes a lot of us out to the polls to vote against Donald Trump and for Joe Biden, there needs to be a federal increase in minimum wage. Obviously, people need to be able to pay their rent, to pay medical bills that they're clearly gonna have because there's not gonna be uh, real Medicare for all for people who are poor, can't afford the healthcare bills they're even getting from COVID. Um, it's just time to really look at that and fix that. Uh, we got to race. I ain't like nobody's answers on race. Uh, a lot of work needs to be done. Joe Biden was effective in his opening, but again, I go back to that crime bill moment. Anything that he says on race where he's had massive success, the Trump administration and their campaign is gonna hit him back on the crime bill. I would like to see him double down on how many people were granted clemency under the Obama administration. I'd like to see him talk about what he's gonna do going forward. Yes, that was the past. Yes, it was a mistake. Yes, it had unintended consequences. Here's what I'm going to do as president to right that ship. I think it's easy. 
Um, again, I was screaming, mute the mics, because this is when Donald Trump, Donald Trump started talking about he ran because you did a poor job. He talked about um, the First Step Act, his criminal justice reform, which just codified everything that Obama did in, through executive order. But he also talked about opportunity zones, HBCUs, and additional CJ reform and said he was the least racist person in this room as if the debate moderator was not a black woman, Kristen Welker. But I think that Donald Trump overstates a lot of these things and he gets away with it because he talks so simply. What has the impact on opportunity zones been so far? How has that helped to rush gentrification? Um, when, they talk, when we talk about HBCUs, do HBCUs really have the support they need now? And what else is uh, needed? And we need to hear that from HBCU leadership, presidents and students, because students are still saddled with student debt. What is his policy on that, given Betsy DeVos canceling um, the student debt uh, uh, plans that President Obama and his administration put in place? Um, there was a lot of conversation around the economy, which we know is an important issue. And then the energy independence moment when Donald Trump said that wind, ener wind, uh, uh, wind energy kills all the birds. I just was confused. Um, and then, of course, Joe Biden fell into the trap around fracking. I think the reality of it is, again, this is where those moments where you have to do the right thing and not say what you think is politically correct. Um, Joe Biden said he would transition from oil to renewable energy over time, which is smart. It's the only thing that we can do to really save the planet um, and to really address climate change. It's one of the things that we can do to address climate change. Uh, Donald Trump doubled down on this, and I think you saw where business um, took precedent over humanity and the planet with uh, Donald Trump. And the one last thing I want to say is we saw one major shift from the first debate. I bet you Melania had that mask on, didn't she? So that's all I got. I think that this was um, an interesting debate. I didn't, I don't feel like the needle was moved for people who are decided voters. For those of you who are at home, undecided, I hope that you will know a few things. One, Amy Coney Barrett did not deserve or does not deserve a Supreme Court seat, even though that's where it looks like we're going. How many judges do you really want like Amy Coney Barrett? That's what will happen under a Trump administration. Lies, lies, and more lies, more foreign interference more violations of emoluments, and more disrespect for black lives. I don't want to be a part of that. I'm voting for his opponent, um, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, because I'm done with Trump. I never was with him. It's time for him to go. It's time for me to go. This conversation is over. I hope you appreciated this debate recap. We're all my children of the light, born in the sinning, but steady striving to do right. My people are warriors. All we know is to fight, praying. They see God in everything I write. 